everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm so glad you're here because I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's back, the meteorologist on a moose and on our journey today. We're talking about that there. Dang, Starfield, all of our impressions from our brains out of our mouth into the microphone, into your ears right here at YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming on podcast services around the globe. So let's jump on into the Xbox. Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. Ryan, it's almost like I took a month off because I kind of forgot how to do the intro a little bit there. What the hell was I supposed to say? <laughs> but you've been doing the intro the same the whole time. I don't know like, what I, I messed up, but that didn't Maybe. feel good. This is just what happens when it's Xbox Drive after dark, because that's what's happening now. Xbox Drive <sighs> after the dark, our brand new time. After the dark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. TGIF, man. It's Friday, Friday. You know, I can actually say that now because um, I'm going to let the, the 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 folks at home in on a little secret. Uh, oh. The main reason we actually switched the time is because I used to actually have to work every single weekend, uh, but I don't have to work no weekends no more, baby. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm off every weekend. So um, that's why we're here. That's why I, t- when you say TGIF, Sean, I would normally say, oh, well, it's my Monday. But now mm. I'm just like, I'm excited along with you. It's, it's a Friday or a Saturday for for Hopple in the chat here. That's and true. For some some of our international folks, we're an international show. How how wild is that, dude? Well, actually, believe it or not, Sean. Whenever we do the RPG Cave, which is of course is an evening show as well, it also tends to be a, a very international show as well. Because yeah. usually, we're time usually that's when everyone's right up. Like Drellish is just waking up at that time. Yeah, we're, we're a breakfast show. show. We're a morning show now, actually. Yeah. We're rebranded. Yeah. We're a morning show. Grab your cup of coffee. Well, that's what we used to do. We used to have people send in pictures with the, their cups of coffee and whatnot. But, dude, we're, like, totally bearing the lead. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was on a little bit of a break uh, from carpool gaming and from podcasting for a month, a whole month of uh, no podcasting, which was weird for me, Sean, because yeah. um, as we talked about before I went on break, I hadn't taken a break from podcasting since I pretty much started podcasting, where I'd done pretty much a new podcast every single week since uh, 2014. What a machine. So this was really like the first time I'd really taken more than a week off for Christmas. And even then, Sean, when we would take breaks off for Christmas here at Carpool or Yumi Capri previously, um, I would usually be the one working over the holidays, actually putting together like the Game of the Year show and stuff. So yep. um, this time around, it was actually an actual, actual factual break, Sean. Which was weird for me, uh, but it was refreshing. Even though I've got to say I'm I'm currently feeling the old man pain, which is not a topic for you know this discussion. I'm literally right now, Sean, the meme of everything hurts, the old man meme. Everything hurts all the time. I'm sorry, man. Sad. But oh. at the same time, I am very excited to be podcasting with you tonight because uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. In fact, I'm even wearing because I didn't get to wear this when it came in, Sean. But I'm wearing yes. my Xbox custom jersey that they made for me that, that has my name on the back of it which is which exciting. happens to be your gamer tag which same, happens same. to be my neighbor gamer tag yeah it's one and the same in fact i was a little bit worried because i didn't know if it was going to fit on the shirt but it turns mm. out it fit all the letters on sean it's very exciting shout fact, out to everybody here who's live with us at youtube.com slash carpool gaming if you want to be live with us ryan every week friday 11 p.m eastern time yeah. um shout out to yard and says new host let's go and hopple Great question for you, Ryan. But even on your break, did you produce some videos, Ryan? I 
stuck to my guns. I was very tempted to make videos on my break, but I decided not to. I had ideas flowing and I had like a list being built in the back of my brain, hashtag building the list. Uh, but I didn't actually <laughs> make any videos over mm. the thing, uh, over the break. I mean, I could have, but I, f- I felt like Sean would have scolded me if I would have. I was shaking. You just or saw me would have given my, me like the, the stink eye or something if I mm-hmm. would have told him that I made some videos over the break. No, I I, I took an honestly goodness break, um, and it feels good. In fact, I'll talk about that more because the Pants Patreon podcast for Patreons podcast. Uh, speaking of the old Patreon, Sean, uh, I'm recording that tomorrow when I wake up, uh, and I'll be talking more about my break then because lots of people asked me about it. So I will be talking about more more of what happened on my break there. Um, I did the Final Fantasy video. Before, before my break officially mm-hmm. actually started it just yeah. so happened good that try hopple i recorded it before the show and then sean and donnie rolled it on the show which was a couple days later that's right that's yeah. right he that was that was almost entrapment hopple asked I was a question did you produce he's like but i know you did something but i was literally on the train to visit my mom when that video was playing yeah yeah. Well, speaking of Donnie, shout out Segway. to freaking Donnie Reese from PSVG, an entire month jumping into the Xbox drive. And shout out to everybody who enjoyed a little bit of a different flavor, a little bit of a, a different take, because uh, there is no there is no replacing Ryan Turford. Uh, mm-hmm. Anytime that you have any sort of like swap like that, it's going to be a little bit different. And Donnie and I have a different kind of interaction you know, so we um, we had what, what was our longest show? We do. We were doing CFL like logo guessing shows, like. like yeah. yeah, Xbox so. Drive cro- across with CFL. Uh, what did you do to my beautiful show, Sean? Like what? I just I can't I couldn't handle it, Sean. You can't trust but me with anything. I, I, I couldn't handle it, so I had to. I felt that it was necessary to come back. Donnie kept saying he was going to steal this spot, but no, I'm not convinced. He's like not in that room with you right now, and he's just going to like kick you aside and just he might like bust <laughs> hit you in the in the head with a chair. He, he might bust through the wall like the Kool Aid Man at any yeah, time. I Sean. could see it. I could <laughs> see then, it. Throw something at me. Also, uh, I love how Stingray brings up the Donnie beefing at Final, Ryan's Final Fantasy 14 video. That reminds me, Sean, the second best thing that happened today besides doing this podcast with you nice. uh, is I felt recognized by Senpai because I tweeted at the, the Final Fantasy 14 account today and they tweeted back at me because 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 we were making cat puns because I showed off my cat umbrella and, and they were like meowsers. <laughs> they said meowsers. I didn't even bring it up. <laughs> Oh, we're right back, hey? Like, we're yeah. right back where like, you never left. Okay. Yeah, you, yep. you missed this, Sean. Yep, yep. No, yep. I've I've been doing a different show the last month, and uh, here we are. This this feels, yeah, okay. Probably feels like, no different yep. to you. You're just like, well, this is what the, this was like. Although, we, we are, you know, doing things a little bit different, because normally, Sean, we'd actually be cleaning the garage right now, but we haven't yep. even gotten to that. We've just been... You know, talking, just catching up, just just yeah. old chums, just uh, just seeing what you've been up to. It's good to well, see you, man. I mean, well, we we'll did the CPG BTS. We hung out over the weekend. We talked to Lee yeah. Navarro, but I mean, that kind of, maybe that's just like getting into the garage. You're looking at the garage. You're like, that's looking a little dusty. It's looking yeah. like maybe got a mouse problem in there. You need to get rid of well, that. And Garen and I had a really fun conversation on Monday too. So. Of course, yes, yeah. you've been active. So, you've been you've been back. Yeah, in fact, th- this is the third one, Sean, and then the pants tomorrow. So. Yeah, it's going to be good, Ben. But uh, yeah, we played we played some stuff. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, just like we'll talk about James Cameron's Dark Angel Dark season Angel. one. Nice. Available on TV. Look, that's the only time I'm going to do it throughout the show. I just wanted I to get it. it out of the way at the beginning. So Sean remembers what this show was like before yep. I left. It's like it's like I had amnesia and you're just trying to like jog my memory. It's just like these <laughs> triggers. Just like I'm oh, just trying to stuff your memories you back into your brain, Sean. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do right now. Where am but, I? 
What's my Anyways, past? who are my parents? We should clean the garage a little bit. So <laughs> folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do that. And one, if you're watching the live stream right now, right, youtube.com slash carpool gaming, or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to like the video, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't, you know, spin kick that subscribe button already. Also, let us know in the comments below if you're playing Starfield and what you think about the game so far. And also, what do you think about Todd Howard's hair? Because we'd love to hear oh, about that as There's well. only one right answer. Yeah. Um, also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to hit us with that with that rating. If you're listening on Spotify or if you're on Apple Podcasts, maybe you write us an Apple Podcast review. Now, Sean, I forgot to ask you before the show started because we saw I saw these Apple Podcast reviews on here. Are these new reviews or did we go over them? These are new. These are new. These are new. Worldwide, more than 100 reviews for the Xbox. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty pretty good. Yeah, it's exciting. So we'll read through. You know, some of these we're going to start with five stars from crazy legs. 15 who says real people with real opinions is the the name of the that's us. I love this podcast. The hosts are real people with honest opinions and their tastes match up with mine. Please give this podcast a listen. A plus. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Five stars and an A plus. Nice. Thanks, crazy legs. Uh, the only thing we're missing, Sean, is like the 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 belt for winning this the spelling bee or whatever whatever trophy you win for winning the second grade. I want a bowling bee. trophy. Yes, please. Oh my god, I only got the participation awards, Sean, and I cried because I felt like I never deserved the because you knew they award. were BS. <laughs> no, because I I felt Sean when I was you know because I played sports when I was younger and I was never very good at sports, but I would get everyone would get a participation trophy and I would feel bad because I didn't contribute enough to the team that I was even getting award at all. So I remember I remember my mom tried to calm me down because I was like bursting out crying because I was trying to return this award because I couldn't I couldn't handle it. It was too much. But and then decades later, he would go a a full 10 years without taking a break from podcasting. This is what happens. Okay, it's all coming out here, Ryan. You can talk Uh, to me, man. We also well, I'm I'm more apt to talk about feelings now, Sean. That's what I learned about my over my break. You you even I haven't even talked about the weather yet tonight, Sean, because, you know, look at that. I wasn't going to bring it up. Look, we made progress. This isn't me because we also got a five star review from Shy Guy. Thank you, Shy Guy. Thank you, Shy Guy. Who says brilliant. That's the that's the title here. Uh, Xbox horsepower, weather moose, genuine takes, positivity, good fun. Absolutely brilliant. Well worth your time. Thank you. Thank you, shy guy, for the nice Thank you, words. shy guy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We got many more to go through. People can help us rise the ranks in the iTunes and the Apple, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, reviews probably help the most, I would say, on that front. It helps new people yeah. find us. You know, some, somebody listening right now, Ryan, maybe for the first time. So welcome on in. If you're wondering what the heck we're talking about, you can go back. It's almost all there. We've got a yep. huge history of, of dang podcasts. We've been doing the show since before Game Pass exists. So that's pretty neat. So we've got that lots of reviews neat. to go through. But if, if you want to support the show, like go go write a short review or a long yeah. one, whatever you like. And it helps the show big time. Also, I'm going to give a shout out because this happened. I don't know if you knew this, Sean. This happened for the very first time this week for to me. Anyways, um, the RPG cave got its first comment on Spotify because comments on Spotify are a thing where people could actually leave comments on audio episodes on Spotify. That's a brand new feature that I think just rolled out this week. Um, And I think that actually helps the show get some some traction as well, because (laughs) some because we the RPG cave for the very first time. We're the, we were in the top 10 ratings for RPG podcasts on Spotify. 
which oh never happens. Oh my gosh, dude, that yeah. show is that show is popping off, my friend. At one that. point, we had five listeners. You know, six months into the show, I was now one look of at them. Us, <laughs> look, now look at us. Yeah. Um, but then also, if you want to help us out, there's another way you can do that. Of course, you can head over to patreon.com slash carpool gaming, throw a little tip in the old tip jar, just like Mo Spankins did. Yo, Joining at that gold level because he loves gold. Of course, you can go over there to get the pants <laughs> Patreon podcast for patrons podcast starring yours truly, Ryan Turford, and also the other carpool gaming hosts on a rotating schedule. Uh, but we also got some other cool stuff over there as well. BTS. Yeah, um, we also BTS. got. Uh, some other stuff coming down the pipe that I won't mention here. Oh, it's a lot of cool stuff. And last but not least, Sean, hand over to our website, carpoolgaming.com. Get yourself an Xbox Drive T-shirt or maybe a limited edition T-shirt that we got going on right now saying, I don't hate it or I like it. <laughs> I'm ordering my I don't shirts. hate it. I got to do that this weekend because they it's can get shirt, it pink. Sean. It looks like it looks like bubblegum. It looks like a bubblegum T-shirt and I like it very much. I don't hate it. Absolutely. Well, Sean, let's grab our A-tracks, pop them in. It is time for the playlist. And of course, we are getting to the topic du jour now. So I know that one person in the comments who usually writes uh, the time code for this is when the main topic starts. What's up, This is your time. Your time is now. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the games we played. Uh, Real quick, though, before we get to Starfield, Sean. Oh, I want to okay. mention because I was just kidding on that topic du jour. Well, well you know, real quick, okay. like 30 seconds. Um you know, there was a game I was supposed to play before my break happened and it got postponed to my break. But I want to at least mention it. I played 24. The oh, game, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starring Keith or Sutherland and all the other people from 24. And that Allstate guy. Yeah. It, it, it's from 2K. This game was surprisingly fun. I actually Hell really yeah. enjoyed this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was like it was a 24 level linear game nice. just like the show where it was yep. basically like each each level was meant to be an hour of the show i love it uh, and it was super fun i i really enjoyed this game a lot in and despite the fact that i'm not like the hugest of 24 fans so i want to at least me. mention i'm 24 the, the game uh give a sh- giving a shout out to that even though it's not on xbox um that was super fun again that was the winner of my last tournament bracket so there you go contractually obligated obligation fulfilled hey everyone it's me sean capri taking a quick pause on this episode of the xbox drive to tell you how to pop that sweet sweet achievement over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming where some amazing friends and supporters keep this thing running they pump our tires they jump in and get access to a ton of exclusive content and perks It's the best way to support everything we do here at Carpool Gaming. And for just a dollar a month, you get early ad-free access to the entire network of Carpool Gaming podcasts. That means none of this nonsense. But at the exclusive tier plus, you'll also get access to exclusive podcasts every single week. We've got the Nintendo Drive post show, which is a whole other show that we record after the Nintendo Drive, which isn't really a Nintendo podcast anyways, but people seem to like it. We've got that there, Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, our weekly Ask Me Anything AMA show with a new carpool host every single week. But hang on, there's more. I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. The best part is you can try out the exclusive tier and listen to all of it for yourself for free for a week. A seven day free trial to the exclusive tier, the most popular tier, by the way, over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. So check it out for yourself. Choose the tier that's right for you. You won't be disappointed. Now, back to the show. 
And now, Sean, it's time to blast out off to outer space. Let's talk about <laughs> Starfield. So I know you, Sean, if people haven't been noticing this, people, Sean's been going crazy over on twitch.tv slash Carpool Gaming Live. Yes. Playing that Starfield. Yes. Pretty much at least at once every couple days, if not once every, you know, multiple days, like back to back. I had a great weekend, man. I had a great early access weekend. It was very similar to Diablo where like the early access, if um, if it weren't for that, I don't think I'd have really much to say at this point, even though the game has been out for a number of days on the public launch or whatever. But I got the got the early access because shout out to freaking Yarden. Uh, threw me a little donation, a little support over on uh, Kofi, Kofa. Anyways, yeah. Um, shout out to Yarden for the support, man. Uh, because Ryan, heartbreaking story, an absolute tragedy uh, among tragedies. I ordered that there, the 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 watch, the Constellation Edition, back when it was first released. Yep. And like, yeah, I really think this game's gonna be fun. I'm bought into the hype. Give me early access. I'll pay four hundred dollars for this stupid edition. And the thing didn't even show up until September 1st, maybe September 2nd, something like that. So, um, so I, but I still wanted to play it early. So Yarden helped me out. I got a, I got that, the digital, the premium edition, <coughs> kind of like the, the Game Pass upgrade, if yeah. you will. And Ryan, I have since returned my watch edition, my Constellation edition. I, I opened it. I said, thank you, Best Buy, but no thank you. You missed your chance. You had your shot. And I was tempted to like kind of put it on craigslist or or kijiji.ca yeah. here in canada i didn't do it man i was tempted to but i didn't i did not do it good for you you took the higher road on that one at, at least I'm just like lazy but here's the thing you know it's one of those things where you might have been able to get it for a higher price but honestly it probably would have been pretty close to what you would have gotten and the hassle sean probably not worth the extra 20 dollars you might have made off of it huge Assuming hassle and, and by the way the thing showed up partly opened like it arrived from Best Buy, like with with one of the stickers, like off. So of course it did. Just an absolute thanks. Better luck next time, Best Buy Canada. Okay, so it's it has been GameSoft that's been in my my poop book for a little while. Now it's Best Buy, Best Buy, Ryan. See, I actually ended up canceling mine, Sean, because I never I never actually ended up receiving it. Not because it wasn't going to get here in time, um, it but because uh, I talked about this uh, on Twitter a little bit. Uh, most of my collection is actually going to be going in the next, you know, couple months. In fact, I'll, again, I'll be talking about that more on the pants podcast this Fair. week. Um, so as a result, I ended up canceling my, my, uh, Starfield special edition. In fact, pretty much any special editions I had coming in were canceled at this point, but, yep. but bar, there was one or two I couldn't. So those will come in still. Um, but everything else is, is kind of getting canceled at this point. So, but I did play it as well, but, um, I am in a much different, you know, camp as you, Sean, where real life got in the way a little bit, um this week and i'm also playing another game that i'll tell everyone about on monday okay okay it's one of those things where um i just haven't had a ton of time to play starfield um so i'm only like 10 to 15 hours into starfield you're not that far behind me i'm like 21 22 hours in and it's it's an interesting thing this this stat often gets tossed out especially when talking about gigantic games but honestly ryan i feel like that number is almost irrelevant like yep. to a certain degree, because you can go in any direction that you want to with this game. Um, and depending on what you do, like you could you could spend 20 hours straight doing like a certain path, whether it's story or flying in space or just 
resource collecting or meeting a bunch of people and picking up a bunch of side missions or whatever it is you could do crafting all this different stuff um it depends on like kind of how you want to how you want to spend your first couple hours so last week on the show donnie and i we did the whole like we didn't have early access we didn't have review access i should say yeah um and so we went through a lot of the reviews i was kind of seeing what people were upset about what people were enjoying about it now we have an opportunity to talk about it from our own experience i spent what was it? Thursday night right after the show, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, basically like five days just going hard into this game, Ryan. And I've had sessions where just like actually just before recording the show over at twitch.tv slash carpool gaming live, I was just flying around planets, shooting down bad guys, stealing their stuff, locking onto their onto their laser systems, onto their shield systems. Are you sure you were shooting them down and as opposed to the reverse happening? Most of the time I was getting shot clear out of the sky. That's fine. But thank you for embarrassing me live here at youtube.com slash carpool. That's what I'm here for, buddy. But I ain't getting embarrassed because I'm having a great time. And I could probably spend the next 15, 20 hours just doing space missions, yeah. Ryan. So, yes, from a high broad level, I'm actually really, really enjoying this. Um, but I think we could get a little bit into our nitty gritty thoughts here because I had to get over the first couple hours, certainly the first day. I really had to get over a number of things as far as how I had clearly been setting my expectations way out of whack. Like the game yeah. in my head was maybe the impossible game. You know, it's possible that I that I had impossible expectations. But I'm proud of myself because slowly, but well, not even slowly, but surely quite quickly, actually it became apparent that that Starfield is not what I thought it was going to be. It is, everybody has said it, it's Fallout in space, it's Skyrim in space. It's literally that. But I think that's okay, because you yeah. know what, dude? I love Fallout. I think Fallout's a great game. I'm not revising history like so many other people are, where they enjoyed Fallout 3 especially, Um but people have let like the whole crafting thing. I know you don't like Fallout 4 as much as other people, but it, it's as if Fallout isn't a good model for a game. And it turns out it is because this is that times infinity and beyond. And I, I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm very happy. I don't want to play anything else. I'm playing my Switch on, on the bus, but that's for a different show, the Nintendo Drive. Yeah. But Starfield is clicking with me, man. I'm, I'm happy. I'm a very happy boy. Well, pretty soon when you get your Steam Deck, Sean, then you'll be able to play Starfield on the bus. I have be... zero plans for a Steam Deck. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even yeah. going to like feign interest. I'm not even going to pretend that's that's not happening. Same here. Honestly, even like because um, I'm I'm moving soon. And one of the things that will probably actually end, end up happening is I'll probably have like a longer commute depending on where I move. And when that happens, like I'm still not going to get a Steam Deck. I'll probably oh, actually <laughs> no, because at this point, I'm probably looking at just bringing my my analog pocket everywhere. Oh, nice. Or, and, and playing like old games or bringing my switch everywhere and yep. that kind of being my experience instead or switch Two because we can't, we've been hearing about switch Two this week, Sean. So it's one of those things where, you know, I'm eyeing that a little bit. Yep. For the yeah. first time ever, we got some switch Two rumors. That's the that's first never that's happened, happened before. Mm -hmm. Never Definitely. happened before. Yes. Um, but I want to quickly tee up because you got to tee up, you know, your starting experiences for Starfield. And I want to kind of tee up mine a little bit because tee it up. Uh, mine's a little bit different where um, it's one of those things where first off, I'm about 10 to 15 hours in. I haven't even completed mission one yet where I, I or it's just a, I got past like the opening tutorial mission. Okay. I got to the first quest marker you go to and then just went in the other direction. 
and did other, <laughs> other stuff. Um, okay. Where, I, you know, I, I, of course, did the Ryan Turford thing and kind of, you know, started my own crime empire. Nice. Of, you know, murdering, murdering everyone I see um, and having Sarah scold me all the time mm-hmm. because she wouldn't I murder like that. people. Yeah. Uh, well, nobody likes that, apparently. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, out there robbing, like pickpocketing people and stuff, um, or, you know, breaking into banks, like all kinds of, all all kinds of things that you normally wouldn't do in video games. Um, but it's just, that's just the Ryan Turford way of playing. But I kind of, I can't, I found though that the game just wasn't really gelling with me as I played through it. And, you know, I've heard from a lot of other people that maybe it's just, you need to get farther in with the main story as to you know, for the game to kind of gel with you a little bit more or to really get into it or get the most out of the game. Um, but I think I, I was thinking about it in the shower the other day, Sean, when oh, I do my best shower thinking, thoughts. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. And I had a bit of an epiphany. And, you know, I, I, I realized this about myself because it's something that I, I, I'd never put together before. So um, I really liked Oblivion and I really like Fallout 3. I think those games were very fun. But every time I've tried to go back to them, I've never really tried to go i've never been able to you know get back into those games at all um but every game that's kind of released since fallout 3 from bethesda game studios i've liked less and less or just haven't really been into um and i mean i've been very vocal about this so this isn't really brand new information if you've been listening to the it's show for things so no but i mean like skyrim like i barely played past the main campaign in skyrim or with Fallout 4, same kind of deal, where I just couldn't get into it. It wasn't just the crafting. There were other things, but it was mostly the crafting stuff that kind of turned me off with that game. So I, I think I came to the realization, Sean, that I just don't think that Bethesda Game Studios games are really for me. Oh, and, no. and you know what? That's okay. Because I think I, I see the quality in this game, and I see why people like this game a lot. Like it, I, I think if you love space exploration and just space in general, like a certain co-host of mine, uh, you will love this game a lot. Like, because it, it is like the ultimate like space game, like the, the, the real life, especially like real life space or, or the closest to reality that I, that we would probably imagine having like a space exploration game like this, which I think is an awesome thing. Cause a lot of times it's, we, when we get games in space, they're like super sci-fi with technology that, you know, they kind of just make up. Whereas in Starfield, everything feels like it's really grounded. Yeah. In a way that all the technology in the game feels like it could actually exist in reality. And I, so, again, I see the appeal for Starfield and I'm still, you know, sticking with it, hoping that turns me around a little bit, but I'm just not feeling it. And I'm going to kind of do the same thing I did with Elden Ring, Sean. I'm giving this game 30 hours. If, mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't, you know, win me over in 30 hours, I'm kind of moving on at this point. Um, but there are some quests I've really liked in Starfield that maybe we can talk about at a future date when we got to do spoilers. Um, because I think, because I know, for example, you were doing one of these quest lines on stream. Um, so I think you already, you know, one of the ones I'm referring to, it's actually very fast and furious esque, which I really enjoyed where you're like going undercover in this certain organization. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Um, but there's just a lot of stuff really about Starfield that I'm, that's just not doing it for me, especially because like, I just feel very detached from a lot of the locations in Starfield in a way that I wasn't with a game like Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim, for example, because you were kind of like in in the the the, the continent or sorry the the country of of Skyrim. So you 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 
get to know all the places whereas I'm just basically teleporting from place to place in space and I'm not really getting to know any of those places. And maybe it's just I need to explore a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. That's just not really ever really been my game. Like I've never really been like the t- exploring type in games where I like to just go to a random place and just to see what's over there. Like that's just never really been my thing. Hmm. So I think that plays into it a little bit. Yeah, it would. Because I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of the appeal here where you kind of have to make your own fun a little bit with a game like this. <laughs> and I'm, I, and that's just not my my thing. I think that that's what you can find on the VODs. And I don't know, maybe we should move things over to, to YouTube at some point. But like that is kind of what's happening to me with this game yeah. is I'm I'm playing it. And just as I'm talking through what's happening, like the streaming experience for me has been very positive. And that's <laughs> not necessarily always the case. Like sometimes it can it can change. Streaming can change your experience with the game. I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah. And this one, it's. Uh, it jives with me big time, man, because, yeah, yeah I mean, definitely want to highlight one of the nights that we were. I don't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, but like I was in a particularly space-esque mood and we, we got to fly to another star system and went like, I don't know if this is a real star. So let's just head over to that there, wikipedia.com, look up the star and wouldn't you know it, real star, real binary star system. And we just went down the rabbit hole, man. We're like, what, what kind of star is this? And it's all there. I wish it was a little bit more in the game. I kind of wish that I wasn't having to go to Wikipedia to it. But to your point, yeah. finding my own my own fun with that. Um, but like my man, I could I could honestly talk about this game for six hours. I think, Ryan. Oh, probably. Is, I prepared other notes for the rest of the show in case we didn't have stuff to talk about. But we, oh, don't, no. we, can, we don't need to talk about that if we don't want to. Well, I just don't know if like I don't know. It's it's. um. I'm surprised. I mean, I knew you you hinted on the RPG cave that you might have some hot takes about this game. So I'm not I'm not yeah. completely caught off guard that that you didn't really love it. But yeah. it's um it's a weird thing to I don't know, wax poetic in front of somebody who just like doesn't doesn't care. But that's Maybe I'll okay, just my own 15 like, minute video about this about this game like you did with Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, but it's it's like it's one of those things where I actually loved watching you stream this game, Sean. It's so fun. I loved seeing the how much you were enjoying it. Like yeah. I thought that that actually in a way made me appreciate the game more like, yeah. than I than I did just playing it by myself. And I also heard from a lot of people that are also kind of down on this because you know it, this Starfield is way more polarizing than I thought it was going to be. Uh, going into it, where a lot of people either really love this game or just despise it, and um, a lot of the feedback I've heard is um, if the game's not gelling with you, you should play through the main scenario because the features that in, it unlocks are some of the best parts of the game. Yeah. So I think I that's maybe what I do. So like over the weekend, because I'm going to have plenty of time to play this weekend, Sean. I think that's what I'm going to do is kind of devote like my next section of gameplay just to do the main scenario and kind of mm-hmm. see where that goes to set, see what people are talking about, because who knows maybe that turns me around at least a little bit on this game i'm hoping so it gives you something to like kind of grasp onto because certainly it's a double-edged sword because the game you can obviously explore and do almost like whatever you want to but that can almost be not very rewarding if you don't really loop it back to anything at all so i do think that that's where this game has an edge if you allow it to sink in a little a little bit and the main storyline like i was worried i wasn't i wasn't interested in it at all i didn't 
to be honest with you, I didn't think like Sarah was all that compelling to start with. I thought the boss you had at the start is completely lame and the scenario that starts things off. Like I was my first couple hours we streamed right after uh, the Xbox drive last week. Donnie was was chatting with me as well. Um, And I'm like, ooh, I don't know about the premise. You and I talk about this all the time. The premise is so important to me. That's why games like Xenoblade Chronicles is so impressive to me because I love that premise. I love the premise of uh, the last of us as an example. So I was worried that like, we didn't really have a solid foundation to really lift off from pardon the pun. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. so I was a little bit worried, but so I avoided the, uh, the story missions. It was court Lalonde who said, do, un- uh, what is it? Unto into the unknown, into the unknown is the mission that changes everything. It'll, if you yeah. think the story is not really going your way, don't judge until you do into the unknown. And I know that probably sounds a little bit like the game gets good after 10 hours. I don't know if it takes you quite that long to get there. If you, but you know what? I was listening to Jeff Grubb's show this week, Sean. Um, and he literally said the same thing, like exactly word for word, same mission and everything. Oh yeah. And I don't listen to Jeff Grubb, but this, and this isn't going to be like me cracking the egg on anything. That's just the way it is. Like, it should come on the box, actually. It should just be like, look, yeah. if you're questioning anything, like go go do that one because then it all starts to that that's what I mean. It, it gives you something to latch on to. It gives you something to look forward to as well. For me with RPGs, Ryan, it's mm-hmm. sometimes I often forget that this that the main story missions can like progress it in a way that is much more meaningful than the side missions and into the unknown did exactly that and i found myself yeah. doing that with like dragon age especially mass effect 2 mass effect maybe to a lesser extent because the side missions were very impactful especially like the the companion uh yeah. missions in mass effect 2 and those kinds of things really changed the game uh, but i was surprised to go back to a main mission and go oh it changed it actually changes the game ryan like yeah. it so, so you don't even know, okay? You don't even know until you do no, into the unknown. No, because that was really like, and and I think part of the the reason why I know a lot of people didn't jump in, myself included, was that you know the whole like the main stories were always not great in previous right Bethesda games, so it was never like that was never the path usually to go down was to do the main scenario quest first. Well, so the thing is, I, I'm I think sorry, that's some great advice. the The thing is, what I started to kind of see in the early hours was same old fallout skyrim like factions and it just felt like you get into this lodge sarah takes you to this place you're part of constellation this isn't spoilers it's just the basis of the game and you're surrounded by like six people you know they're like oh you're gonna be joining constellation and and here's like four people all around this this lovely uh mansion almost this lodge but i'm like this feels too scrappy to me. Like this is the galaxy we're talking about. This is, there's thousands of stars and planets. And I guess this is all being head up by like four people who want to make a difference. You know, yep. like it, it's different than like going through the capital wasteland and a, and a bunch of ruffians kind of leading a rebellion like that, that makes sense. So I was really worried here that, on top of all the menu stuff and inventory management that has probably been beaten to death, which I absolutely agree with. It was really yeah. tricky dealing with the overall user interface. It's that's a that is a huge. Well, you got to calculate your mess, Sean. It's all about calculating. Mass. Oh, dude, I saw I think uh, it was Dan Stapleton, I think, um, tweeted 
how there somebody was talking about how different depending on the planet you're on with its varying gravity right like some are have more gravity than earth than than others and depending on that the bullet shells will either fly off your gun as you're shooting it or they'll they'll they'll, they'll fall to the ground really really quickly so clearly gravity has this impact on that or your jump pack and things like that but not how much you can carry and as soon as he yep. said that i'm like no that's it's so true because yep. they go out of their way to 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 base it on mass how much you can carry is based on mass which of course would be less impactful in a low gravity environment so i mean everybody or, knows or that, more impactful Ryan. if you if you would go you know 300 times gravity like Vegeta trains it in Dragon Ball Z. That's what I was thinking. 900 times. You, ne- mm-hmm, 900 you drop G's. an apple in there, it'll fall Heck through yeah. the ground because it's so heavy. Well, and to that point, maybe that's where they maybe they made the decision not to do that because as nice as that would be on a low gravity situation, you have like a wrench in your pocket and that's all. And then you go to a plan. <laughs> yep. You can't walk because the gravity is so intense. Well, you can't hold any guns. Yeah. That's guns probably too a much. good choice. Yeah. So, yeah. so well, yeah, some, I, some choices. I, I saw a reply to that tweet was like, <laughs> we didn't do that because it was fun. Because it was fun not to. Kato says my brain hurts. Yeah. Get, um, we're just getting started. We're just getting warmed up here. Kato. <laughs> I mean, how does anything exist? Kato? How does anything exist? Look, Garrett point? Bland was, was chatting with us as I was streaming this, uh, testing me on the periodic table of of elements, Ryan. <laughs> like, yeah. What is what is that's CU? why I made it into the thumbnail. That's what is there. Like I'm having I'm having you said it you said it so well. I'm having my own fun with this game. Yeah. Like no, I, I really I, am. I've I've been really enjoying watching you play, Sean, because it's I think so that good. that's that's really again put things in perspective for me and and see how the game can be enjoyable. Um but I just I don't know. I for me even with RPGs, because as much as I love RPGs, I kind of crave structure in games. I'm I'm definitely much more the the linear person than the the open world person. Like a game, um, like the like um, I don't know, like the original Final Fantasy or Ninja Gaiden is way more appealing to me than something like The Witcher Three or you know Fallout Four is mm. because of because of how how the game is structured where you go where it's very linear like I'm much much more of the type of person that's into linear games and whenever I want to play something that's non-linear I'm just I don't know I'm just always in the mood to I would almost rather just play a game of service game at that point like Final Fantasy fourteen or World of Warcraft or something like that like that's that's just been my mo for a long but time. But Ryan, you would be missing out on one of the best characters in video games today, voiced by none other than the legendary Sissy Jones. Andreja is best girl. Holy crap, she kicks ass. She's got mystery tours. She's she's not going to take up any crap from anyone. Uh she can handle it herself, but like maybe she could use a little bit of help. You know, maybe there's a maybe there's a friendship to be had here. Just just incredible. And I was worried about characters in this game. She's not going anywhere. She's going to be on my ship the whole time. And there's just wild things that are happening, dude. You go to one planet. Hopefully this isn't a spoiler for people, but there's like actual dinosaurs over there. What's that about? And go to Earth, by the way. If you haven't played this game, you guys go to Earth. Okay. welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. And just just check it out. And there's things that you can find there. Earth in one of the trailers. Well, there you go. I, I don't but, know. Like, I was surprised but, to see it. But spoiler, Sean, it's it's not the same Earth as what's actually in the game. Oh, you blow it up. <laughs> you maniacs. <laughs> you maniacs. Yeah, there's just a Statue um, of Liberty in the sand. <laughs> I love how you talk, you're, you, you're talking about this companion that you love, Sean, and, and how you love that, that she's hanging out in your ship. Yep. I just scare all the companions off because I murder too many people and they don't like that. They end, I mean, up, they end up leaving. They end up leaving. They're like, we, we need to talk. 
you're killing too many people and I can't deal with it. The Muffin Mon jumps into the carpool real quick and says, are you guys role playing as anything in particular, a space pirate, a space cop? What's your background and traits? I'm absolutely blown away by Starfield and love hearing how everyone else is tackling their character. Ryan Turford, are you a space cowboy? I'm just, I'm just kind of playing as a goddamn psychopath. Ryan's an absolute terrorist. Just in space. Pretty much. Ryan's a space terrorist. I I, I talked about it before the game, I started to play the game, Sean, but if there was the option to attach a Death Star laser to your ship to blow up planets, you better believe I would be the one going around destroying the planets. I think it's in there. I think it's going to happen. Oh, probably. Um, But to answer Muffin Mon's question. Uh, my background is, and I had to look this up because I couldn't remember it off the yeah, I can't remember uh, mine. Cyberneticist was my background mm. um, because I, I I love healing myself. I like lasers. Nice. I, I like you know taking down the security. And I and, and my traits I've kind of been building my character with like a very charismatic, but also like stealthy kind of build. Yep. Which is kind of what I do in every Bethesda yep. game. Where I, I can talk myself out of situations, I can break, I can lockpick all the locks, nice. I can hack all the computers, nice, and I can kill people in stealth. Like that's kind of always been that's a good build. My jam in these games, mm-hmm. and that's always that's my build this time around too. Um, although I will say, Sean, because you know there are, I loved how there were reviews saying that this is the most glitch-free um, game in in history from Bethesda because I got a, I was all excited, Sean, because on my last playthrough I got a sniper rifle for the first time. And I was so excited because I love sniper I rifles in, in video games, mm-hmm. especially in Bethesda games, especially when you're playing stealthy like me, because I have like a really good stealth attack bonus. Yeah. So I can shoot people, pick people off from far. But there's only one problem with the sniper rifle, Sean, is that whenever you actually get, zoom in using the scope, it turns behind your character. Like it does a 180 behind your character. So I'm actually looking backwards. So in order for me to use the sniper rifle, no. I then have to you zoom in with the scope. And then turn around, turn my character around in order to see the enemy. That is crazy. <laughs> you know what? It's funny you should say that. And you're playing on Xbox. We should mention there's a question about this as well, but you're playing on Xbox Series X. I'm playing on PC uh, almost exclusively. Little caveat, Sean. I actually am playing on both. Oh, where, um, there are times I'm playing on PC and there's times where I'm just like, I don't feel like turning my computer on. I'm just going to play on Xbox. That's fair. So I've actually been going back and forth and, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it hasn't been too jarring because on my pc um i think i told you this before when we were streaming the first day but it's stream i'm able to play it at 4k 60 on my computer at ultra at high settings nice so yeah yeah, my pc does a pretty good job with this game Mm. but just sometimes i'm just like yeah i don't feel like turning my pc on i'm just gonna play it on xbox well the cross save is so good i you know when we tried playing this the second we were able to and i had the whole like the error you're you're too early and so we were doing all this stuff like yeah re-downloading and all this all these other things so i ended up uh, playing on series x first which had me playing with a controller and to the point about the ui being what it is and menus and everything i like i can't even do it like i you can the the, the vod is there my brain broke playing this game with a controller I'm like i just can't do it i need a mouse and a keyboard i need to point where i want to go and all these different things um so that's all to say um, I hadn't really I had the game crash a couple times. I don't know if it's really a huge thing um, to really report on. Also, I've played almost exclusively on stream. Right. Yeah. So I don't think that I've played this game too much in a sort of natural state. It's always broadcasting. So I've got that a uh, little bit extra strain um, on the PC. But I just had just before the show and the stream tonight, um, 
there's an upgrade to your targeting system you can get on the ship that allows you to almost like a VATS kind of system target the various components of a of an enemy ship, their their shields or their lasers and blah blah blah. And yeah. so if I got too close to a ship while targeting them like that, then when I exited that view, I would go into some sort of weird like um, Sandra Bullock from Gravity Tailspin, just like spiraling out into space oh my God. kind of thing. You know that movie, Ryan. That was oh, a good I know. George that's Clooney why I'm was just like, oh, my God, that's quite the pull, Sean. Yeah, I love that. that movie. Oh, my gosh. They got those it extra long space. shots. Oh, dude, that sh- that movie, they have like these scenes where the camera doesn't cut for like nine minutes. It's crazy. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. love it. Um, oh, so good. There was something I was going to say, and now I forgot. UI. Playing on Xbox. Playing on PC. Playing on, Cross-save yeah. is excellent. That's the point I was trying to make. That's a good point. That's uh, a good I went good almost instantly. Didn't have to really think about it. I was playing on Series X, and then the PC game was ready, and I loaded it up, and the save was there, and it's perfect. And nothing else does it like that, you guys. It's so seamless. You don't even have to think about it. Cato uh, yeah. says, "I hate space so much, man. We are so opposite. I love space. space. This is so good." Yeah. This this by the way is probably the most Sean Capri game I've ever played in my entire life. <laughs> this game was like made specifically for you and no one else. And it I works. Like. It totally and works, it works. Man. Look. It works uh, unless you're using a sniper rifle or um there are some, you know, funny glitches like actually in the very first tutorial mission where you're walking through that place at the beginning like the mine shaft. Yeah. Um I'm I'm walking towards this this one miner cuz you're you're escorting someone else and they're like talking to miners as you go. And the one miner as soon as the person walked up to him, they like started to slowly fly up through the ceiling and then <laughs> flew up through space. And then the person I'm next to is talking to them looking looking straight up to the ceiling <laughs> to try and ta- tell them oh, you're you're doing a great job over there. Keep I it love up. It. I love just, it. They're just they've flo- already floated through the ceiling. They're gone. You can't even see them anymore. That's great though. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't hate it. I don't no, hate those kind of. I, I errors, like so. stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's those bugs fun. are like, okay. Because believe it or not, you know, people have been talking about you know the game crashing a lot on Xbox um, mm. or on PC, and honestly, I haven't had any technical problems with the game. Yeah. Again, besides not being able to use sniper rifles properly, I haven't had any technical problems oh. or problems with the game in general. I'm telling you, man, I'm you're going to have to contain me here. Now, I want to say, because I am obviously having a very positive time with that. I'm having a ton yeah. of fun. Um, but Ryan, why can't and maybe I'm missing something. You can't mark some your inventory as junk. You can't mark this as like something that you can just collectively get rid of at a vendor or anywhere. You can't just like tag something. This is a standard RPG thing, isn't it? There's a lot of standard. It, it, it is. And yet they, they chose not to do that this time. Yeah. But you don't think it's coming? But, no, I don't think I don't think they added at all or they, uh, they could uh, they could conceivably add it down the road. But no, I don't think it's anytime soon kind of thing. Um, in fact, a lot of people don't realize that you can just send your items to your ship's cargo bay directly from your inventory. So like you can you do have that option available to you if you need to get rid of some stuff easily or quickly. Um, but uh, but you're right, like it's kind of annoying to go one through one by one, which, of course, has just made me not pick up as much stuff. Or just totally same things. same here and and people were commenting like why aren't you getting all those mugs and all these things i'm like dude i don't want to manage it later yeah. now you can do like within the category i think one of the biggest things that has weighed me down that once i realize how to manage that then sort of like pro tip you know um is resources you, you're gonna pick up yeah. a bunch of like iron and nickel and all these other things and they're heavy they they add up very quickly so you can you can store all resources and that that it's very freeing if yeah. when, when you see that number go I like from that like, they have a button for that at least yes that is nice. store all the resources. yeah you should do that but yeah i wish that they did that more with 
some of the weapons, which uh, brings me to another point, Sean. I don't love the idea, the, the favoriting your weapons oh, and same. then assigning them system. Because at first, I didn't even know what you were supposed to I thought you were just supposed to go into your inventory and just switch between your weapons all the time. Like the game doesn't make it super clear that you're supposed to favorite them in order for them to appear in like the quick menu. Yeah. Um, but even that, I think I it's like, out, I, I almost wish, I wish there was like a, change weapon button same just flip to the next one totally yeah like that i mean i I could see it working with with both but i think this is a standard experience for most people like you start out the game with your no man's sky laser gun like you're mining minerals and rocks and whatever you're you're shooting things with your laser and then enemies show up and you're they're like pick up this gun and it doesn't switch to the gun like yep. you have to actually go in and equip it. And, and, and it's almost like, cause that's just the game. That's the way it's built from the DNA. It's, it's not like doom where you're going to run over a, a weapon. It's going to auto equip or anything like that. It's just not the way this game is built. So from, from right then and there, you realize you're going to have to be managing some stuff. And that to, like, that's why I'm at a, at a PC. I'm leaning into this game. I'm not sitting back and kind of just taking it easy. Like I'm, I'm, inches away from my screen playing it and managing it with my with my mouse but yeah it's um it's troubling but it's not insurmountable i guess if you start to find the fun you start to you overlook these things but for my first few hours i'll have to admit i was really worried i wasn't going to get over these things because i can hold a grudge like nobody's business ryan like best buy i've not forgotten Okay, I've not forgotten. You might never forget. Also, then, so then, Sean, what's more likely? You pre-ordering something for Best Buy or GameStop? Then, dude, I don't know. Like, I think it might just be, might just be Amazon at this point. Maybe the, the whole, yeah, I don't know. But it's not much. good. Retailers, not good. Um, I think the yeah. main missions are good. I think some of the, there's side missions, Ryan, that have side missions baked into yeah. them, which is great. Activities. Before we though. go any further, Sean. Oh, okay. Taylor slash TPR slash Trevor says. How do you guys think the game introduces uh, side quests? Do they come up organically and engagingly, or do you have to make an effort to seek out opportunities off the beaten path? <laughs> also, how is the Series X performance for Starfield? And I'll answer that in a second, but I wanted to bring that in since we were talking about nice. star- side quests anyways. Yeah, I mean, you will accidentally mount, uh, I don't know how many, uh, just... Too many. A ton. Yeah, and and of all sort of like walks of life, like... Obviously, main missions, story missions, side missions. There's these activities, Ryan. This is yeah. where I get a little bit frustrated. You mean like the activity where every single time I leave my companion on the ship, it, it's like, here's an activity to go retrieve your companion every single time. And it bugs me all the time. And oh, like, I haven't seen that. I, I'm like, well, that's because you don't usually leave people behind. That's they true. Like me. That's true. They, they come they come with because my, my character has it has a trait for being like a loner. So I actually get bonus damage for not having a companion. Xavier in the chat says, I just found out how to save the guns as favorite went through 12 hours. I was like, oh, that would have been helpful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is. It's elegant. Once you set it up, like across the D pad, you, you press up a couple times and you can kind of sort things out. That's nice. But also just switch to the next gun also would have been good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, circling back around to side quests and activities. First of all, I actually like that the side quests, the way they're structured, where it's like you don't have to go to find some random quest marker and that then starts a side quest and then you go from there. I like how it just organically ends up in your inventory, kind of like, you know, Mass Effect 1 did with the elevators. Totally, Um, yeah. But I don't. every time I see an activity, I just don't care. 
I just, the activities, I, I yeah. paying attention to them at this point. Yeah. I mean, and again, like it depends on how you look at things. There's so many different ways we could take this, but, um, I was wherever new Atlantis, one of the main kind of areas. And I wanted to be able to sort my missions by like, what, what's around what's close by what's on this planet and you can't really do that with the mission log that lists all the different activities but you can like zoom your map out to look at the planet and it lists it that way so i guess you just have to learn how how information is presented because it's it's not as malleable as you might want it to be but i wanted to do things that are like while i'm here what else can i do you don't find that information laid out very clearly in the in the log. But my main problem with the activities, Ryan, is because you can amass them so almost accidentally, you don't know what the hell they're about. And yeah. so they just list the thing that you're supposed to do. There's no like with the side missions and the other like the faction uh, missions and all these other things. There's a context that comes around with this. Like Sarah told you that you want to do blah, blah, blah. So go go to this planet and take care of it. The activities are just like, go talk to Sam. Like, just cause, just go do it. Like what's going to happen there? Like, where is he? Why there's, it it seems, it seems like a miss. And I'm, I I just, this is my grudge on that. Maybe I just won't do activities, you know? Yeah. Again, at this point, I'm just like, I see an activity pop up and I just keep walking. Yeah. I don't even really I talk a big game. I'll probably do the activities, but. Oh, probably. I, I'm, believe it or not, Sean, and you might not believe this yourself. Somehow I see you spending like a hundred hours with this game. Yeah, That's I probably could. Just it being like your game for the rest of the year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Besides, besides, of course, some games that are coming up like Mario Wonder. Mario's coming. Spidey's coming. I want to be, I, I finished uh, reading Craven's Last Hunt to get ready for Spider-Man 2. So yeah, there's there's definitely other games coming, but this, this game does hit. But I would feel completely disingenuous uh, if I was just this is the best game ever and space yeah. and I'm flying around. Like there's definitely, especially in those early hours, some, some frustrations that I had to get over. But now that I kind of have do, and especially after into the unknown, man, I was not expecting that. Do you know what happens, Ryan? Do you, do you know what I'm alluding to? No, here? I'm not even, I'm, I haven't looked up any spoilers or anything. Yeah. People should do that. You should, you should play that before you, if you have this game and now it's on game pass. So everybody's got it, which is also bonkers. This is a game pass game. Well, yeah, actually one of my news stories tonight was Starfield's a hit over 6 million players have played Starfield with Phil Spencer confirming over 1 million concurrent players across PC and Xbox. So 1 million players playing at the same time across both platforms, making it the biggest launch in Bethesda game studios history ever. Yeah. Which is kind of nuts because they used to put it on PlayStation too. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Just seeing all the people that are actually like making like the custom Starfield Playstations. Yes. Or playing, playing it with like, like modding in the Sony, Sony, um, like I thought they all had gaming PCs, like Ryan. So I thought like, they were like, why do I need an Xbox? I've got a gaming PC. Just play this game on PC. Y'all have one. That's true. Already. People say that. They did. People they say did that. say that. Um, real quick, I want to bring up the, uh, the last Starfield question we have. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll touch TPR's question in just a second. Singray X asks, I saw someone make the magic school bus as a ship. What kind of designs are you guys planning to build? I'm thinking of building a, a legit building a gummy ship from Kingdom Hearts myself. Um, it's one of those things, Sean, where I looked at the, the ship builder and it reminded me a lot of the crafting in Fallout 4. And I'm like, no, thanks. Mm. I will I will go and steal the best ship I can steal because that's my game instead of actually making the ships myself. 
So I'm not going to build any custom ships. Oh, dude, I want to build like real ships. I want to build like real rockets. I want to do the Saturn V if I can. I want to go Starship. I want to do as much as I can. Dude, if I can make something look like a Volkswagen Beetle, I'll do that as well. Like I'm, this is, I feel like I've kind of, partitioned that out in my mind for another time like i I was flying around in space earlier today taking down bad guys but that's that's for like it's like it's almost like a different game in my mind like right now i'm playing in a certain way but i do have to go over to the to the ship field and start to do it in a different way so i will i will get there gummy ship i think stingray i don't know if you know this about me but um and and i love you man i love that you love the gummy ship the gummy ship was the thing where I shut off Kingdom Hearts. Yep. That was the moment. I'm like, this is awful. Like, what the hell is this? As Donnie would say, absolutely not. So the gummy ship is not not it for me. That doesn't sing to my heart, you know? It just hit, it doesn't hit with the nostalgia with you like it does so many other people. Oh, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't I'm more likely to make like I'm more likely to to make like the ship from Ratchet and Clank than make oh, the ship call. any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I saw somebody build the Normandy. There's a Millennium Falcon out there. Some some really great classic ships. Can you do a um, USS Enterprise? Those kind of things. Um, but can I build my house, Ryan? Can I make Can I make my house probably a log cabin house? I think that would be that'd be great. Well, I think you can actually build settlements, so you can actually build the log cabin house on an actual planet rather than building it a ship. And can you not do like space stations and and stuff as well? Like I'm. Probably I'm barely st- I've barely started almost I'm almost a full day of game time into this thing and I've I've barely scratched the surface and that is I'm going to say it's exciting at this point because I'm sure at some point it will be like it might feel overwhelming it might feel like I'm not getting anything done I haven't quite got there yet I had like I said a very fortunate opening weekend with it where I got to dedicate just an absolute ton of time I, I very rarely get that kind of time with a game. Mm. Um, but dude, like that's, I love this question because it it brings up the point that the game is starting to kind of live a life of its own on the internet. And I don't want to get to like, you know, tears of the kingdom kind of thing, but kind of in that people are sharing their own unique experiences and that they, if they think that they can do it kind of thing, that that's really cool. And that's, that's how it spreads to 6 million so quick, but also because like space is kind of awesome. So there you go, man. Well, yeah, I'm more, much more inclined to go look at someone's picture of a ship they made on on X versus actually wanting to make one myself. Yeah, which, that's fair. That's just me. Yeah, so. that's fair. Um, but actually, just circling around, I forgot to answer this from from TPR's question. He asked about the Series X performance. Oh, like I mentioned a little bit earlier. Again, I haven't really had any problems cr- with it crashing. And honestly, if you can deal with the 30 frames instead of 60, like if you don't have a fantastic PC, I honestly think it's still a good play- way to play the game. Like I'm not really finding any problems with the combat playing it at 30. So it, it doesn't really bug me as much. Otherwise I probably would only play on PC and make it more of a concerted effort to do that. So yeah, I think it performs well on X. On PC's all over the place though. Like that's yeah. the trade off. And I, and I think there'd be, there'd be much more yelling and screaming, honestly, if what was happening on PC was happening on Xbox. Like if you mm-hmm. went from 90 frames to 45 or whatever like it's just the fact that it's locked and it stays fairly close to 30 i think probably was the right choice from what i could see would i have loved for it to be just at 60 obviously just you know that that would be great but given the choice and given my experience on pc ryan when you go from these high frames and even just like a dip of 10 like you feel it and it doesn't yeah 
It's not great. So we're still figuring out, or we, like, I w- we're still waiting for, I should say, some sort of, like, NVIDIA card support. on the, It's called DLSS to even yeah. out the frames a little bit, and which would reduce the, the resolution if needed. So we're waiting on that on PC, but I'm still having a great time, dude. I am flipping yeah. back and forth between keyboard and mouse and controller. When we're flying in space, I got a controller. When I'm walking around and dealing with my menus and, and shooting the guns, then it's a, a keyboard and mouse. But Ryan, speaking of guns, I like, I like the guns. I like shooting yeah. the guns. I like. Um, I feel like this This feels like first person The Division in a way. I think the guns feel cool. I have an awesome shotgun, which feels incredible. I got my jetpack, and I'm, I'm, I'm coming death from above, shooting dudes in the temples, right on top of their stupid heads. And I got to tell you about this one mission, Ryan. It wasn't even a mission. I think it was just some sort of like planet I landed on, some oil rig, and everybody's dead. I'm telling you this, man. It's not a spoiler. I mean, maybe it is, but it's so random. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't ruin anything. Yeah, just randomly find the oil planet, whatever it's called. Exactly. You show up there, and it's like it's a little too quiet here. And you walk in, and there's some alarm going off, and there's bodies everywhere, and there's blood, and scientists trying to make, like, emergency calls, and they can't do it, so you steal all their stuff. And then you realize that it's basically Starship Troopers outside and there's these huge aliens these giant face huggers but they're way bigger and and it's just a great little discovery it's not really a it's not a story mission or anything but you get there and you discover some something has happened here and i just really dude i I don't know i could go on and on about these kind of encounters but i had such a great time clearing these stupid starship troopers insect aliens out of this and avenging my my fallen brethren at this oil rig man they deserve better and i got there too late oh man if i only got there a little earlier true and actually i'm glad you brought this up sean because i have one little nitpick i'm going to mention here man there is not enough ammo in this game for the amount of enemies it's throwing at you constantly Mm. Like in a lot, like uh, in a lot of situations where it's like you're or you just get the wrong type of ammo and you don't have the right type of gun per se on, on hand. But I just find like there's a lot of missions that I or a lot of missions I've played through where I'm fighting a lot of, you know, alien creatures, as yep. an example, who are they're not dropping guns. ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly. there's no and there's no ammunition in the thing. Yeah. So I'm like left to my own devices with my melee weapons. That happens. So yep. like I don't love I, I almost wish there was more ammunition in this game because it's not like it's a survival game where i i i, I didn't go into this expecting to having to scrounge for ammo but i'm finding that a lot of times or i'm relying on the mining laser from the very beginning of the game sean because it has unlimited ammo. you got to change you got to change the right you got to pivot a little bit which uh is such an apologist kind of a fanboy thing to say but you get like if you're running into that situation you're like go do something go find something else in the game to do but you're right and i i found myself in that situation as well and it's not really all that fun Totally understandable. Um, the one thing I will say, though, Ryan, and we can probably end up talking about Starfield over the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. Uh, but I'm yeah. a little excited about it. One thing, though, to my whole creating expectations in my head for a game that probably is impossible. Um, I don't know if it's still out there. I obviously haven't explored even like a percentage of of the thousands of planets. I feel like somebody actually said this, though. There's no other sentient life out there in the galaxy. That's kind of a bummer. There's all these yeah. monsters and 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 basically like uh, Fallout version of monsters. Like there's these r- giant rad scorpions or you know those kinds of things. Um, but I I, I kind of wanted to like find non humans, 
Right. And I don't know if it's, a, I, I'm still early out there. Maybe uh, that's still, something like, that happens, on. you know, later in the story or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But um, I'm having a great time. I'm having a lot maybe of fun. There, yeah. Maybe there's no aliens, Sean. Maybe, maybe the U.S. Army was lying to us earlier this year when they told us aliens existed. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but something's happening. Yeah. Something's happening. Things yeah. are happening, John. Well, I think that's going to do it for our Steerfield conversation. I think, unless there's anything else you want to get off your chest before we move on to our final two questions of the night, Sean. Oh, I wanted to talk about the side missions. That TPR asked about the side missions. Um, sure. One, one I had, and I think you were watching me stream this one. Um, talking to Trevor. Uh, it, 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 it's got just this outrageously stereotypical Australian accent and he's in some, I don't know, labor camp of some sort. There's, there's a bunch of mechanical work going on around him. He's like, he's got some work for you. Sets you off on a side mission. And as I'm trying to fish, finish this side mission, I get arrested for something that happened at the beginning of the game. I got hauled off and go do this other side mission. Then I go, okay, wait a second. The last thing I knew before I got arrested here was I was talking to Trevor and I was trying to figure out his side mission. So I go all the way back and I go, got to finish his task. I do the thing and they go, well, actually, in order to finish this, you need a job. You need to go apply for a job. You need to fill out Indeed.com here in, yeah. in Starfield. Go do That's that. That's what landed you in jail because you, were, you it tried was un- to it get was unrelated. rid of the competition. That's what we thought, but it, it turned out it was unrelated and it happens to everyone. It's something that, that you do at the beginning of the game that the space police pull you down. Like it's, it's story related that you end up getting arrested, I guess, so. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but it happens. It was not related to what I was doing at the time, right? It just so happened that they chose that moment to go haul me away. Anyway, right. um, in order to complete this one part of uh, the side mission, I also have to go kind of blackmail somebody else and go do this whole side mission to the side mission. And then once that's complete, I can come back to the thing, finish my job, steal the thing, make Trevor happy. And I just thought like I was doing this one little bit for Trevor. And it was probably a four-hour <laughs> endeavor, man, when all oh said God. and done. So, I don't know. This this game, whatever I want it to be, it seems like it will be in a lot of ways. Whatever experience I want to have, I think in the next week, I'd love to come back to you and talk about how I've just been like going through the stars and shooting down bad guys and, and improving my ship. I want to have a faster ship. I want better lasers and missiles. I want to have a better experience there. But, dude, like it's what else could I want? What else could I ask for? But it's it's super fun. Love and Starfield. Again, it's it's the perfect Sean Capri game. Like it's not you're perfect. Someone like Sean, definitely not perfect. No, no. Lots of problems, but uh, you know what I'm I said. I know. That, I just want to like make that. sure people like. I want to make sure I'm being clear in this because it's not. Yeah. I get the reviews. I understand right. the the criticisms. Yeah. I understand if there's things that people can't get over. For me, it's the allure of space that has me not ignoring them. Just um, I guess foregoing. The, the problems and things like for that. For sure. Like the, like the positives outweigh the negatives. By far. Totally. Yeah. 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 I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. Because like I said, I said earlier, like the main reason why I'm not feeling is not even really the game's fault. It's more just, I think my gaming chase, taste have just changed over the years. And that just happens as you get older. So like just your, your taste and everything change. I mean, the, you know, there was a time, Sean, where I didn't like music from the eighties. And now that's like some of my favorite music is from the eighties. There was a time that's where exciting. I thought tomatoes were disgusting. Cause you know what, Ryan, I remember the first time I ever bitten to a tomato and I thought it was going to taste like an apple, but it tastes like a tomato and that that's yeah. jarring. That's jarring. Okay. And now I love tomatoes. 
That's a traumatic experience right there, Sean. Yeah. It's all juicy yeah. and stuff. Good God. Well, Sean, real quick, we had two other questions that are not related to Starfield that I want to make sure we get to before we sign off for the night. First up, from Yarden, what will be the name of the next Xbox console? I believe it or not, Sean, I think we got a similar question to this a couple months ago because I remember us brainstorming names mm-hmm. before. And I think that for me, honestly, I think the ne- if I'm going to be realistic and not think outside the box, I actually think the next Xbox console will be called Xbox Series with insert letter here, like Xbox Series Double X or Ooh. something like that. It, if anything, so we'll be like X. one step. So we'll, we'll be one step closer, Sean, to Xbox Triple X, just like BM, the hit game on the original Xbox BMX Triple X, oh, okay. which, of course, was the famous mishmash of BMX biking and porn. So. There you go. That's a that's a history lesson for the original Xbox show. I really thought you were going um, Vin Diesel on this one, but okay. No, I mean real like that's what I think they'll call it. Like I think they like uh, the console is now just called Xbox, and then they're going to have like different version numbers, almost like what I Apple does with the iPhone. Like I think that's the direction they're kind of transitioning towards. But what do you mean what do you that's what the, What question? do you mean that's what they do with the iPhone? Well, I mean the iPhone numbers them, but I mean like yeah. I know a lot. There are other. So there are other phone manufacturers that do this similar thing, where it's like, the it's like the name of the phone, like Galaxy, and then they'll call it like, it won't be a specific number. Yeah. It'll be like, a, a, a I don't like it. I don't. I want. I want a number. I want them to skip right to ten. Just go to ten. Yeah. Does Xbox ten? But customers will get confused thinking that it's a worse console than the Xbox 360 because 360 Sean is a bigger <laughs> number than ten. So 361, I guess. Yeah. Just go or 720. Just, no, 720. That dude, the 360, the 360. Like the people didn't they didn't call it an Xbox. And maybe that was the problem that, that that Microsoft had with it. Like people called it a 360 all the time. What are you doing? I'm playing 360. I don't well, know. Like, that so was much, the nomenclature around here anyway. It's so many le- le- less numbers than the number of letters in yeah. Xbox. I don't know, man. I think like <laughs> Xbox 10. <laughs> I think that would just be just follow whatever whatever Windows is doing. Yeah. If we're on Windows we're 11, on Windows 11 now. Yeah, just just do Xbox 11, Xbox 720p. I don't know, dude. Um, it, it's nonsensical now. Like any answer, honestly, could apply because like there's no there, there's no structure to it. There's there's nothing. So whatever you want it to be called, direct. Make it called the direct Xbox. Just bring that back. It's true. In fact, they have like um. I, I don't know if you ever played it, but in Ninja Gaiden. For the original Xbox shot, you can go to this alleyway in in the third level. And if you know how to jump properly with a bunch of these wall jumps, you'll go to this secret area. And in the secret area on this podium is the direct Xbox, like the original nice. Xbox design with direct Xbox written under it, which then gives you like a whole bunch of cool stuff. Nice. That's it, unlo- it, it unlocks like the uh, Ninja Gaiden on the NES as well as some mm-hmm. other cool stuff. But that's yeah, a cool little thing. I like it. That. I like it. Yeah. Tech is tech is weird to name. Like PlayStation, yeah. they really they 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 crushed it, man. I mean, it's almost like Xbox should have done the same thing and just numbered it. But then we wouldn't have had the 360 if you had the Xbox Two. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Super Xbox. I don't know, it works out for that that Xbox Two podcast, Sean. Xbox it seems Ultra. to work out for them. Yeah, Ultra Xbox. Yeah, or Super Super Xbox or Collector's like Edition, New Challengers. Yeah. <laughs> just just copy Street Fighter. The, the slogan, of course, will be, now you're playing with power. Turbo edition. Ultra power. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm done. All right. Nagachaka asks a question that is mostly from me, Sean, but it's about you. So Nagachaka <laughs> asks, now that I've finally rolled credits on Persona 5 Royal, of course, congratulations, Nagachaka. On Game Pass. For rolling credits on uh, Persona 5 Royal. I can say with confidence it was one of the best RPGs that everyone needs to play. So the question is, when will Sean play Persona 5 Royal? And specific question for Ryan, knowing Sean's personality very well, who do you think Sean will romance in Persona 5 Royal? Not so the I, gym I teacher. A, so, well, you can't romance him. Um, I, I have a bit of a, a read on Sean when it comes to, to the, the character he likes to romance in games. Like he likes to, to, to romance kind of like the, the, the either the like the feisty characters or the, the character, you know, like the Chie kind of character, like the the the, the character that takes like no guff mm. from anyone. Like you like a you like a strong woman, I think. Sean. Mm. Um, or one that, you know, that also isn't afraid to, you know, let her guard down a little mm. bit. Um, and also it's just super cool to hang out with. Mm. I feel like that's that's kind of your type. Pick so, me up over your head. you know what I mean? Toss exactly me around like know. a barrel from Donkey Kong. So believe it or not, <laughs> while this it might seem like a boring answer in when I say it, if you've never played the game before, um, this is a character that I actually think Sean would really enjoy knowing the characters that he likes. And it, it's actually the, one of the first women you meet. And that's on from from the beginning mm. of the game, like the first your first female companion, because she seems like she doesn't. She's a character that doesn't have a ton of depth with you first meet her. Yeah. But as you get to know her, that like she she reminds me the most of that she a kind of archetype okay okay that i that i actually think that you know might appeal to sean in many ways well it's funny because i have played maybe a dungeon or two definitely like gym wherever the gym teacher is i think that's is that the first one that's just the first one yeah, yeah. i might have i might have made it one pass that on um on ps5 i have the steel book man because i really do like persona 4 and i enjoyed my time with uh, persona 5 but it, it must have been just us doing an xbox show that pulled me to some xbox game at the yeah. time uh, so it is on the list. I actually have it installed uh, at the moment, thanks to Game Pass. I really, really would like to get to this game. And Ryan, that's exactly what I thought of on uh, and uh, that's just the way they pronounce it in yeah. the English dub. So that's just what I'm going with. You can say and. I well. thought that's it was like I thought it was you know, and I, I do have love in my heart for uh, for Rise in Persona Four. Uh, I, yeah, it's just that's another like reason why she... it feel like too much of a like. Of course. You know, yeah. she's this idol and but like, of course, she like is into you like this, which is isn't that the character's name is you like why I you. Yeah. Yeah. Why you? Yeah. You. Yeah. So good. Uh, it just seemed like too, I don't know, obvious. So right. GA it is for that one. I thought that was going to be what what on was about. But if there's something more there. That- well, that's also like I, I kind of why I kind of also thought you might like on because on. Also has a little bit, a bit of Risei in her character as well. Okay, yeah. Uh, which I know you kind of like too. So yeah. it's just like- Risei was good. Because like, mm-hmm. like, you know, Makoto reminds me a lot uh, of Yukiko from- Oh man. I know Garrett yeah. likes Yukiko. Like, dude. Yeah. The, a lot of people like Makoto. She's like a lot of people's favorite. And she's um, like Yukiko? I, you, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, she's 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 similar personality so boring. Wise, she's like She's, she's like the very, she's the serious one. She's serious oh, about stuff Get all the time, away. which I don't think is Get a away thing. from me. Oh, um, there's, but there's also like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's a possibility you'd also like Futaba. Futaba is like the ha- the gamer hacker girl. Okay, um, okay. That mm-hmm. likes to just spend all her time in her room. She's very much a Ryan Turford type of character. I mean, we hang um, out a lot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
there you go. Like, I, I, I think you might like her a lot. Yep. And then you got Haru, um, who's like kind of like the rich girl. Um, but she and has a lot to her character as well. Like I, I like, uh, oh, like I, play I usually game. date Haru yeah. as well. Nice. But yeah, at least that's what, I, that's what I did in the base game. And then I romanced the new character in Royal. Cause I also really like her a lot too. What is this world we live in? Royal. By the way, Ryan persona Starfield on game pass on Xbox game pass. Yeah. What the heck, man? Well, it's even crazier, Sean, when we got the that um, Tokyo bra- uh, Game Show broadcast announcement earlier this week, where they talked about we got a whole bunch of games from Japanese developers coming to Xbox that we're showing. Some are announced and some that are not. Uh, and also a bunch of Japanese games coming to Game Pass like the same day. So like, that's going to be awesome. Like, that's something we wouldn't have seen a couple of years ago. Look at ago. Xbox. Just do it. Like, I'm actually thing. excited to watch that show at five in the morning Eastern Standard Time. I will not. September 25th. All right. We'll, well, good but, question, Abichaka. Well, I like it. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think that's going to do it for tonight's Xbox drive. Honestly, we could probably keep talking about Starfield all night, but we got to save week. some material for other, sh- other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it's one of those things, too, where I know I'll be talking about it with Garrett as well. I'm sure on RPG. Heck Garrett. yeah. So we might even have something we're going to talk about this week with Starfield. Wink, wink. So there you go. But anyways, Sean, before we go, Sean plugs go. Oh, the end. Um, you can find, oh, snap. Um, I have a couple things that I want to do at this part, Ryan. I'm running a half marathon this weekend. By the time people listen to this, I might have already done it. So I want to thank everybody who donated. By the time we record the next one, um, I'll read off a list like I did on the um, on the Nintendo Drive this weekend. Uh, so thank you to everybody for donating to that. I want to draw people's attention to Extra Life. Um, join the discord. We've got a a channel there. We're talking all about it. Um, extra life. I will be there, uh, at Rome, New York. Seth will be there. Ryan, I think is coming. Yes. Ryan is literally pointing. Ryan is coming. We're going to be there. Um, if you want to find out how you can join us and our efforts, we are part of the Phoenix overdrive extra life team. Go to extra dash life.org. Uh, search for Phoenix overdrive. You can see us there i guess i just let that cat out of the bag yeah. um or, or i i will also refer people to phoenixoverdrive.com is a good place to go that's to, a good place to go to learn more uh you're gonna hear much much more about this just wanted to plant the seeds as it were at this point but yeah. dude it's less than two months away which is crazy to think about but uh and also, also patrons also got a uh, early look at this because we talked about this like this was the big topic on bts Indeed. Yes. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the extra, uh, Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, joined us. Getting the hype train going. We're going to have great prizes to give away like we do every single year. Extra Life is a big deal. We take it very seriously. Um, the fundraising we do is very important and we do for a great cause and we have a great time. It's just a rallying of the community. It's, it's kind of the we get to show the best of us. So uh, yeah. stay tuned for that. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And I think that is all I will tell you tonight, Ryan Turford. Ooh, well, that's for me. You can find me on X at Ryan Turford. You can also find us on X at Carpool Gaming. Uh, we're also right here, youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming. And of course, podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 307 of the Xbox Drive. And we're out. We also forgot to plug twitch.tv slash carpool gaming live where I'm going to be streaming a whole heck of a lot. I don't know what else is anybody else is doing over on Twitch, but that's something you can look up for. And I'm back and it's good to have Ryan back. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. The Xbox drive is fueled by patrons over at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. We want to say thank you to all of our patrons, starting with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller. You can check out his brand new podcast, all about lists 
It's all over on Apple Podcasts. Link is in the description of this podcast. Tony Baker from the Quest 4 Pixels podcast. You can check them out at youtube.com slash quest for the number four pixels. You got Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on this very show, the Xbox Drive. You can check out all of his music under the PME label. Link to his link tree is in the description of this podcast. Leo Navarro, the Felix leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. You can check them out over at phoenixoverdrive.com. And of course, Extra Life is coming up, so please be excited. And Trucker Sloth. Our platinum producers, RJ Kern, and our gold members, Adam K, Anna, Awesome Dave1337, Bowser, Cecily Carroza, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, John32, Marcus O'Neill, Marcus McCracken, Mo Spankins, Hedge AP, Shy Guy, and Tim Alf. Thank you all for all of your support. And if you want to hop in the car with us, head on over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that's right for you. We all got all kinds of great stuff over there. The Pants Patreon Podcast for Patreons Podcast, BTS, and a whole lot more.